There is an ancient story of a student who went to the master and said, I pray, I study, I meditate, do my daily rituals, and I even fast a little. I live in peace with others. Teacher, what more can I do? The master rose, lifted his hands, and stretched his fingers out towards the heavens, when suddenly they became like ten lamps of fire. And then he said, You can become all flame. Welcome, I am Jareth Tempest, mystic, magician, psychonaut, astronaut, hierophant, all-around seeker of truth, author, full-time weirdo, and host of this show, where we talk about mysticism, the mystical journey, and all that's magical in the universe, everything from spirits to spirituality while I take you on a magical mystery tour through the inner worlds, and hopefully inspire you to take that next step so that you can become all flame. All right, well, I hope you had a good holiday season and a happy new year to everybody out there. I know that I am exhausted from it all, so I uh, can only imagine, you know, what everyone else must be going through. But yeah, I was, I flew home and of course then had to fly back and the whole time I was gone, it was just like one thing after another, day in, day out, we had stuff we got to do. But I think everything's about done and we can start to relax, <laughs> at least around here. Okay, so I guess this week what I wanted to talk about is something that comes up an awful lot. New people especially ask me, but even people that should know better seem to to still struggle with this sometimes. So and and basically it's 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 talking about you know bravery and magic and and, and you know and specifically like when you're doing a ritual I well I get the question I'll just ask the question. I get this all the time. Uh, I'm gonna do this ritual, but do I have to do this? Or is it okay if I don't do this? Or, you know, somebody's thought of something new that they would like to add something, but they're like, is it okay if I do that? And yes, the answer is almost always yes. <laughs> so, so for, from now on, whenever you're having that doubt, just, just do it. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And then you can just do it again and do what, you know, do it the other way. I mean, Nothing that you do is going to make a ritual more dangerous, which is what I think that most people are worried about. Like, if you don't, you know, hold your arms at a certain position or something, that that gives the demon permission to come eat your face. There's nothing that you can do that is going to make the demon come eat your face. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Just everyone out there that's that has this problem... Just relax. It's okay. The worst that's going to happen is that you don't get the results you want. And then all you got to do, you got to just got to do the ritual again. And it's fine. And really, you know, this is, and, and we owe a lot to chaos magic for teaching us this, but there's, there's very few parts of a ritual that are, are just really vital. It's almost, you can do almost anything. As long as you believe in it, you have a clear intention, and you're doing it, and you have the energy to fuel it, then something has happened. It might not be anywhere near as effective as what it might have been had you done everything and done all the little details and everything just right. But it's going to do something, and it's going to do something more or less what you want it to do. Again, it just might not have the, the power and 
so you know i just really want people to to relax it's okay uh it's not some i said bravery but it's not so much about you know being brave it's just just don't don't worry about things this is this is supposed to be i mean i know that they they it, it all seems so serious and it's like life and death but it's really fun and it should be fun it should always be fun there should be an element of fun to it if you're not having fun then you know, i mean come on it's magic it's fun that's part of your you're almost reverting to a childlike nest where you're you're playing and you're using your imagination only you're expecting it to really change, you know, affect the world, and that's that's fun. That's awesome. We should, you know, you should have fun with that. It's, I mean, I, I can't think of anything that's not fun about it. Which isn't to say that you should just be like, you know, crazy, you know, blase and just be like, oh, anything goes, and and um, and everything. You know, there, you do need because we're humans. We need a sense of logic for it to make sense. Uh, the logic doesn't have to make sense to anyone else, but then, but it needs to at least make sense to us. That kind of helps us with the belief that we believe it's going to work. But really, you can, you can, if something, if there's a part of a ritual that you, for whatever reason, just can't can't do, you can't afford that uh, tool or couldn't get a hold of that ingredient. More than likely, it's fine. Uh, you can just go without it or find. Uh, a substitution like take like the Enochian system Lon Milo Duquette uh, in his book Enochian Vision Magic talks about using paper versions of all the furniture and stuff and I actually saw him in a video wearing a paper the the ring the Pele ring but it was made of paper and it's like I'm sure by now he could have made himself or or bought a gold ring I mean, they're all over, they're all in Etsy now. It's it's not hard to find. Hell, I'm sure a fan could have sent it to him by now. But he just keeps wearing his paper ring, and that's what I'm talking about. You don't need for every single ritual all of the ingredients that are just right. It's like you know, if you don't have a colored candle, use a white candle. Use a beeswax candle. That's all they had for centuries. Uh, you can use paper and 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 people go on about like oh it's got to be virgin parchment it's like and man that just means clear paper that's never been used before for something else like don't get lost in the the minutia of it all uh and now if you believe that virgin parchment is really important and that it has to really be real parchment then by all means, go and, and, and try to use that as much as you can. But never forget that the hoot, you know, people in hoodoo will take a paper sack if that's what they've got. And they'll make something that'll work just as well. And it's just a matter of working with what you got. And that's as far as the ingredients go. If there's a particular part of a ritual you don't like, or that doesn't suit you, or is too long, you know, it, again, it's not going to make the ritual fail and it's not going to make the ritual dangerous so just do it again it it can absolutely affect the potency of the ritual because yeah spending two weeks crafting the special the tools and everything ingredient for a ritual and then doing the a long 
ritual over several hours all of that does add to the potency of the ritual you can still get the same end result by doing a five minute version of that you know it just depends on how your life is and how you know easily manifested it is it's 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 it, it can still work just as well but if things are you know very unlikely to happen it might work better if you take the time to do everything but again it's just potency it's not it's not gonna change the meaning of the ritual and make something else explode or something um you know don't worry you're not gonna jack parsons yourself you know i don't think it was the magic that that blew him up i think it was that he was overworking himself and he was exhausted and made a mistake and if you don't know what I'm talking about, don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> Just the Jack Parsons was, uh, he, uh, helps found the, uh, NASA's jet propulsion laboratory. And he was also, uh, a magician and he, and a lot of people, he acts and he blew himself up one day working with, uh, fuel and he, he messed up and uh, a lot of people blame the magic and it's like, eh, it wasn't the magic. He just, you know, he was probably high or drunk or exhausted from probably being high or drunk and, um, you know, and, and, or just overworked and just made a mistake and blew himself up. And, you know, it's a lot more dangerous working with jet fuel than it is magic sometimes. So it's more likely to explode anyway. So, uh, anyway, that's that's one part of, of of what I wanted to talk about because you know I really I really get that a lot and and I I can only think of maybe a couple of times that what somebody was trying to to change was was really an important part of the ritual or something that was like fundamental to what the entire you know working was supposed to be you know it's like the people like I think the like one of them is with path workings people were like well I'm gonna just cut out pictures that I find that look like that and just look at those. And that's, what's going to work now. Cause you need to use your imagination. So that, that would mess everything up. Now you can use those and then use your memory of those pictures. But then at that point you're using your imagination, your memory, which is part of being you're using your imagination to make that memory come to life. Then that will work, but you can't use, you know, look at a picture. Like one person was like, I want to make a virtual reality thing that plays the, the path working for you. And it's like, no, 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 that's not that, that, that's not how it works. That, that, that is something that would be changing the entire point of the ritual. Um, but that's really about the only thing that I've heard people talk about that was just like an absolute, no, 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 don't do that. You know, there's, you know, there's plenty of rituals that have a lot of excess material that you don't necessarily need to do. But, yeah. Anyway, so that's that. And the other thing is, that, like, especially after I started, you know, getting the path workings and stuff from Raziel, people were like, well, why are you getting this? They have to, you know, act like I'm trying to make myself seem special because I'm getting these. And it's like, no, I don't think I'm special. I think that's just because I asked. You know, because just so many people don't ask. They don't ask for anything new. 
they just want, you know, they're too afraid to, to, to want to, you know, something new from the spirits. And that's, I think that that's really the only reason that, you know, why I get the things that I get from spirits, like be it, you know, the, the path workings or the attunements or something like Lucifer's book that I, you know, it's like, I go to the spirits. I'm like, Hey, can I get, you know, I have an idea of like, Hey, I have this, this idea. And then the spirit will be like, okay, yeah, we got something. It's like that. And then usually it's not exactly what I had in mind, but that's the cool thing about it. It was like, if it was exactly what I had in mind, then it would, then that's probably just me making it up. But then it's like, there's a give and take, you know, that's, and I think that that's really all there is. And it's not like I have like a super strong ability to communicate with spirits. Like I don't hear them with my ears. I don't see them with my eyes or anything. I've just very well practiced and, and using the basic, psychic abilities that I have which are not incredibly strong I just keep doing magic and keep practicing and keep practicing and keep trying to to talk to the spirits and the more you do these things the more that you learn how to communicate and you learn to hear them in quotes you know hear them and it and it's 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 it in a lot of ways it's kind of like you know being blind and trying to to find your way and but by using your other senses you eventually kind of are able to create a picture of uh of what's going on and that's kind of what spirit work can be like sometimes but anyway so you, you know it's not because i'm special and it's definitely not because i'm so super psychically gifted or anything like that i think that the biggest you know thing that separates someone who's you know innovating magic in some way versus the people who who don't or just that i'm not i'm I'm not afraid to ask you know and they and because there's so many people in magic that they uh are traditionalist which is fine and there's nothing wrong with that but you know if you're just just being traditional you know you're never going to get anything new so there's that so a lot of people just immediately cut themselves off from ever getting anything new because they're just working with what's been done before and trying to perfect what's been done before instead of trying to find something new and then there's just the other people that are just like well i'm just i don't want to i don't want to make anything you know not work or anything so i'm just going to do what what the follow the instructions in the book you know the instructions are in the book for the beginners at a certain point you begin to see what isn't really necessary and you take the the part the parts that are necessary and then you just make the rest your own and that's really kind of what being an adept is it's it's knowing what is essential and keeping it and what can be adapted and adapting that and then taking that next step and expanding on it and and getting something more from it and it's never going to happen if you're asking permission because you know if you go to a spirit and ask permission well they're probably just going to say no 
But if you go in and say, I want this, you know, give me this thing or can I have this thing or whatever, then they're gonna be like, oh yeah, sure, here. And, and, they'll, and, and they'll work with you on it. You know, and it's not an easy process. Like sometimes creating something, getting something out of nothing like that Angels of Omnipotence book, that, that hurt me. That was, and it, it came through like almost every other book I've written, you know, it's like, okay, well the past workings, I would go to Raziel for each one and, and do that. It's like with the, uh, Angels of Omnipotence book, I was like, I went to them a few times at a certain point they gave me something and I remember, and it felt, it physically felt cold. I kind of got the chills. And then I was almost like it was, it, it kind of just lit this fire under me. And I was like, suddenly I was like, I've got to get, I have all these ideas. I've got all, I've got to get it out. And I, and that book came out so fast. Like, I think it probably came out in, in, in less than a month. And it just, and then, and then afterwards I was so tired and so weak. And, and I got real sick because just, it's just that process of, of, bringing something into the world it takes a toll on you and i remember i mentioned her a lot but i've heard josephine mccarthy talk about the same thing on some of her projects where she you know you 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 get this you know this thing and it's obviously not from you and you you then you just work on it and you work on it and then you know it takes a part of you with it 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 takes something to create something and yeah, and then she got sick after creating the Aquaria course, uh, which is obviously a much larger achievement than my silly little book. But, um, you know, it, it's the same type story. And so, yeah, there is a a bit of a cost to all of this. But, it, you know, that's magic. You know, someone got real mad at me because I recently because I, I pointed out magic is not safe. And that's something to always keep in mind, like. It's not dangerous in the way that people, beginners tend to worry about, like, you know, or something going to steal my soul or is, you know, I'm going to unleash some, you know, horror upon the world or something. That That's not really the problem. Uh, you're just, you're creating change and then you can never predict how the change is going to, you know, have the domino effect, you know, that, or that butterfly effect of, you know, you make this tiny little change here and it has all these unforeseen consequences. And it's not that, you know, the, the spirits are trying to hurt you or anything. It's just that they're just giving you what you asked for and what you asked for by getting that you've changed what would have happened. And so now you have to live with with that that change and the consequences of that in the world and it doesn't matter if you're using magic or or anything else um causing change is dangerous and if you don't recognize that then I hate to break it to you it's just part of life and so yeah you should always try to think things through as best as you can use divination um but it's it's not dangerous in the way that you are worried about 
And I think that that's just the biggest takeaway that I would, you know, want people to have is just, you know, quit worrying. Don't, don't worry about the small stuff. Worry about that big stuff. Worry about the, the, the cause and effect of what you're asking for that. Cause that's, that, that's where the actual danger is. It's, it's like, okay, you, you've got what you want. Are you really prepared for that? Because, you know, as, as you get you know more and more powerful in this, then you can really start getting everything you want. And you have to start really, you know, considering what is it that you want and, you know, what, what, are the, what would the consequences be? Like, just for example, what would happen if you actually won the lottery? Uh, it's a bad, it's a bad thing to try to get, but let's just pretend, let's say you've won, you know, you, you've, you did it. You won the lottery. Well, now what? You know, you've got people coming out of the woodwork. Suddenly, you know, people you've met, you know, before, and they all want a cut of it. How much are you going to give them? And then you have the people that you actually do care about. How much do you want to give them? You know, and they have to figure out all the legality of it. Do you have to show your face? And if you do show your face, does that make you a target? A lot of people who win the lottery end up having to pay ransoms for people that get kidnapped and their families and stuff. It's like, you know, there's just all these other consequences that go into this stuff, you know? And then ultimately I think it's like 70% of people in the lottery go bankrupt. You know, how prepared are you actually to receive what you're asking for? You know, that's, that's always something that you should, be taking into into account you know and in and doing any kind of magic uh even you know of course love magic do you really want this person to love you you know you can't control necessarily when it stops you know do you really want this person like i hear people talking about obsession a lot oh i just want this person to be obsessed well do you really want that do you want them standing outside your house at 2 30 in the morning with a pair of binoculars and a fishing net. I mean, <laughs> you don't know what what's going to happen when you do that to somebody. And of course, baneful magic, like you curse somebody, but you know, what are you, how are you going to feel when you find out that, you know, okay. So yeah, they've, that they've got cancer and now they can't take care of their three year old kid, you know, that kid goes into foster care or something like that after they die. And it's like, okay, so you're fairly responsible for what happened to that kid in that life. Do you want that responsibility? Like not saying that you wouldn't necessarily have to raise them, but do you, you know, do you want that on your hands and on your conscience? Can you live with yourself? All of these things are what you should be worried about. Or not worried about, but at least be respectful of. Not if I change this part of the ritual, is it going to, you know, steal my soul? And so that's what I mean whenever I say that, you know, magic's not safe and we need to be brave. Because, you know, we, we're, we're facing, you know, we're putting out real change and, and, and that's always dangerous and at the same time you know if we want something new we have to have the 
the guts to ask for it. And that's kind of what being a magician is. And this is the other thing that just kind of con- it confuses me about people that are, are sending me messages and asking permission to do stuff. It's like, you're a magician. You're already asking powerful cosmic forces to bring you whatever it is. Why are you asking another magician for permission to change the ritual? Uh, it's like, just do it. See, see how, see how it affects it. It's, it's fine. Be a mad scientist about it. That's, that's how you learn and grow. And yeah, sometimes something might blow up in your face a little bit, but not in a way that's gonna, you know, scar you or anything. It's just, you know, it'll be a learning experience. So yeah, that, that, that's really all I had to talk about today. So yeah, um, the other thing is that like, I noticed that a lot of times I don't start getting views on this until I share things. That kind of implies to me that a lot of people who watch this or listen don't subscribe. And so do me a favor and hit that subscribe button or that follow button or whatever button you've got. Check out my Patreon. Check out my Etsy store. we got lots of exciting stuff coming up in the Etsy store. It's not out yet. But hopefully very soon we will have the the name of 72, the seven the the 72 letter name of of God of the the big Kabbalistic uh, name of God that uh, we derive the 72 angels from and and all of that. So that's coming really soon. So you know keep an eye on that. And um, yeah, really all kinds of stuff, all kinds of things coming out this year. I don't want to get too in depth on any of it yet, but uh, keep an eye on everything. It's it's going to be an exciting year. Okay, well, I guess I will see you all next week. Thank you all so much for being here. And thank you all for all of your support, all of the comments. And, and I know I'm real bad about getting to comments on YouTube and, and stuff, but I do appreciate everyone that takes their time and, and, and listens to me here. So yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. And I will see you again next week. Bye-bye.